Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Train your body. Here's exercise physiologist Melanie Cole, MS. What do you think really goes on at the gyms? In today's He Said, She Said segment, we are talking about what goes on behind the scenes, what goes on with the members, what goes on with the employees. You know, when I was working at a fitness center, I remember there was all kinds of things going on that I was not willing to share, but we are willing to share today. Of course, I've got Neil Pyre with me today. He is an exercise physiologist with H&H Fitness, a medical fitness center in Oradell, New Jersey, and Grace D. Simone, who is the National Director of Group Fitness for Plus One Health Management, an Optum company. Welcome to the show, guys. So, Grace, I'm starting with you. When people say you won't believe what members do, and then we're going to get with employees too, but let's start with the members because you do classes, you're all involved with all the ladies standing around. What goes on? Give us your let's favorite start. thing. Let's. Okay, my favorite, I mean, I have tons and tons of stories, but this is, the, the category is theft. Things that people steal. My favorite thing that someone stole from the health club is the shower curtain from the shower. Now, you have hung a shower curtain. You know how long it takes to hang a shower curtain. Just imagine trying to do this without being seen. Shower curtain. Toilet tissue. We actually had somebody come in and stuff a duffel bag full of toilet tissue. Now, keep in mind... There are now cameras around. Like back in the days, you know, our early days, all of us when we were in the clubs, there were no cameras. But now there are cameras everywhere in the club except the locker room. So the locker room is a big place for people to rip things off. People fill their, they bring in their own bottles. And if the, the club has amenities, and I'm sure this goes on in hotels too, the nicer the amenity, like soap in the shower, shampoo in the shower, people bring their own bottles and pump them up and take the stuff home. <laughs> they take the towels. If the, you know, you have the blow dryers, so the club thought, oh, we, we have this one handled. They cable tie them to the counter. People come in with scissors, cut the cable ties, take the blow dryers. It's utterly amazing. And the other oh, thing that, that goes on. Oh, that is unbelievable. Okay, go is on. They steal other things from others. So if you are in a locker room, please lock up your things with the knowledge that, number one, there are no cameras to protect you, and number two, Everyone is not as honest as you are. And if there are digital locks, this is sort of the new technology where you don't have to bring your own padlock. There are digital lockers. Anybody who's going to steal something will use the most obvious code, which is 1234. So try not to choose 1234 because we've had many, many people had things stolen because somebody went 1234 and the thing opens and they take what's in there. Wow, that's incredible because, and I, I hear you say they pump the, you know, fill up their own little bottles. And at the nicer places, the nicer hotel fitness centers, boy, they have some beautiful amenities. Oh, yeah. Are some of the amenities like the wrapped up hairbrushes, the combs, the little pads, the moist towelettes, all those things that are wrapped up and in a nice little bucket? Are you allowed to take those, or are, do you assume that they're strictly for use there? Can you take a few and shove them in your purse, or is that really not not cool? Well, they're intended in the club. They're intended for your use while you are there. It is not, you know, take your duffel bag and dump the container in your bag. That is not the intention. That is so funny. Okay, so stealing, number one thing, great advice about digital lockers. Don't pick one, two, three, four. Now, Neil, because you work with trainers, you work, you see the desk people, you see all of the employees and things like that. 
besides just the, you know, hooking up stuff, what else is going on? Do I mean, we don't want to say they're talking bad about members. Well, but, of my, course, there's my, always the members that you do talk about a little right. bit. You can't well, help it. One of my pet peeves um, isn't as nefarious, perhaps, as stealing. <laughs> but uh, it is, in some ways, stealing because it's the wannabe trainers. It's the members that are that are so into fitness and they're so... Um, it's all about what they last read in Muscle and Fitness or Shape or wherever it is, and they want to share that information. They end up actually writing training and diet programs for members. So wow. they, they, they actually train people on the side, sort of a little side gig, uh, which is not cool in just about every club, but most clubs for sure are, you know, it's not something you, you want in your club. Um, and you're looking at the most ineffective, the most unsafe uh, training, uh, spotting. It, it's just it's just wrong. And I, I see that almost in every club. There's always somebody who you know is jacked out of their minds or looks really fit, and everybody's like, "Oh, he must be an expert." <laughs> and what he's doing is sharing you know the, the latest Mr. Olympia workout with uh, you know people that really have no business trying that particular workout. So that that's really one of my pet peeves. Okay, now I'm going to add in one of my own. When you have staff that works the floor at your fitness rooms or in your hotel, and they're supposed to be walking around helping people, making sure, but they're secretly training some clients, and you see them <laughs> kind of going off with somebody and kind of looking around, making sure nobody, and then they end up getting paid for that session while they're on club hours. And I think that that probably happens more often than people would even realize. Am I right? Oh, yeah. That happens especially in clubs where you don't have uh, active management uh, or you don't have a floor manager or personal training manager, that kind of thing. Uh, if you have someone uh, on the ground level, uh, you know, managing their people and directing and, and tracking um, activities, then that usually doesn't happen too often. But it, in the independent clubs where, you know, pretty much everything goes and... Um, and training is not one of the things that they're driving for for revenue. It's really a more a membership, and that's about it. Um, you know, I do see it, and and I've seen it almost everywhere, uh, for that matter. And that now, Grace, what about in classes? Is are, do aerobics instructors, aerobics instructors? I'm sorry, class <laughs> instructors. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, do they? Um, try and take classes from each other? Do they try and say, well, I want that most popular time at 5 o'clock because that's when most of the people come in for boot camp? Do they say, what, what happens with the instructors? Well, again, it depends on, you know, how well the program is managed and how, how the folks are selected for hire. There can be that um, competition for the primetime slots. And the class does, this is one of my big, big pet peeves. Anybody who's worked for me knows this is part of my orientation. Do not rally the members. It really upsets okay, me. Okay, I was going to ask you about rallying the members. Oh, Go on, that because makes when me the members. Crazy. I know it makes you crazy. It used to make me crazy. So when they rally the members, the, the members go to the management and say, I want this teacher teaching at 5 o'clock because her class is the best. Yeah. And because the, this is what the employees do. They do this when they're trying to, you know, take advantage of the members in some way, and that's why I dislike it so much. It's not genuine. If you're really good, let your class, let your training session speak for itself. 
you don't need to put people up to that. Oh, go tell so-and-so <laughs> how great my class was. You know, really? You know what? When people are satisfied, they leave with a smile on their face. They don't go run over and, you know, tell 10 people. It just happens organically by itself. So when the instructors are doing that and they're trying to sort of one-up each other and, like, trip each other down the stairs to get the primetime spots, you know, generally talent and um, good good manners and good teamwork speak for itself. I mean, that may work for, you know, in some gyms for a little while, but at the end of the day, the, the folks that are really talented will move up and the cream rises to the top. You know, you two are two of my very favorite guests, and we could talk Thank about you. this subject for a very long time. But, Neil, I'm giving you the last word, baby, one minute to talk about, you know, the things that go on in the club that people just wouldn't believe. One of the crazy one things, one of the crazy discreetly done things is when you have sign-up sheets for cardio equipment, because you were talking about comp- competition for prime time slots. <laughs> and, you know, Mary comes in, she wants to get on the treadmill, she wants to use it for an hour, but there are 20-minute uh, intervals and, and limits during the busy times so people can get on the treadmill. And Mary signs up her friend Jean, who's not in the club, and, <laughs> and Joe, who hasn't been to the club in months, and and then she's the first one. So she gets on for three time intervals, and, you know, Jean, who's not there, is the next one, and so she's on for an hour. That's a weaselly move, signing Isn't up for friends. Though? On, that is such a weaselly move, especially if they're not coming. Okay, guys, so that's it for He Said, She Said. This segment, you won't believe what people do in the gyms. Absolutely true. You know, love this show, Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. I'm Melanie Cole. Stay well.